Celebrating five years on YouTube as your live and interactive Sharks postgame show, this is Teal Town After Dark. Good evening, everyone. It is, what is it, Thursday night? February twentieth, twenty twenty. You know these these days are just rolling on when when the seasons just roll. You know, coming to yeah. a rough halt. The Sharks lose a tough one, two to one in a game where Martin Jones had a pretty good effort. And we welcome you to this edition of Teal Town After Dark. This is your live interactive Sharks post game show on the YouTube. So chat with us and fellow Sharks fans in our YouTube chat on the page or the app. You can also follow us on the social on the Teal Town USA, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, SoundCloud, Reddit. And, of course, we continue the chopperization on Discord after we go off the air. And, of course, for more Sharks content, visit TealTownUSA.com. Hi again, everybody. It, well, I wish the Sharks had won 2 nothing. <laughs> Over the Minnesota Wild, but unfortunately, it's the Devils that won won this one, two to one. Uh, joined by Mister Ian Reed. How are you, sir? I'm as good as can be after watching that game. I mean, it's hard, right? Because we kind of we know we know the score at this point, right? Not just the score of the game, but the score of the season. So. Right. Um, you're playing out the stretch, and uh, but wow, I mean, the Sharks miss Evander Kane, don't they? <laughs> and Logan Couture, and, and Logan Tomas Couture, Hurdle. and Tomas Hurdle, and yeah, and it's just and 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 and. Um, but I mean, like, you know, Evander Kane's out because he's a dummy. Um, yeah, and and the league, you know, and the league's mean to him, but he's a dummy too. Yeah. Um, and. <laughs> That's a good way so of putting it. Yeah, like, so, you know, but so Evander Kane, I say Evander Kane because he's the guy that could be there if he wasn't a dummy. Mm -hmm. The other guys are hurt. That's, it is what it is, right? Um, but yeah, they, they definitely miss Evander Kane. And yeah, yeah, it's just, these are, and and they played some teams that are just not very good also. So it's just made for some pretty bland hockey. Yeah, it's it's been blah, but the Sharks, you know, they had won four in a row coming into tonight on the road. They they looked pretty good, and, and let's be honest, they had a decent game tonight, only allowing two goals. But offensively, things need to. Uh, things well, it's hard, right? Because moving. you're looking at a team in the in the Devils that are kind of in the same mode the Sharks are. Like they've, you know, I'm. Randy Hahn mentioned how they, you know, this team has been stripped down over the season. Right. Um, your leading goal scorer is a 20 goal scorer. I mean, that's not good. Doesn't make for the most. Yeah, it's not good, right? It doesn't make for the, uh, it doesn't make for the most exciting hockey, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. And, and a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of blah in, in this one, but a lot of good stuff going on too. You know, we saw Tim Heed, Get his first goal of the season from uh, from Middleton and True. Uh, you know, I almost feel like I need to do the Barracuda 
celebration when you hear that, you know? <laughs> yes. Uh, they, that made it one nothing, and that would stick for quite some time through this game. However, a lot of penalties, and this is where the sloppiness would come in. You know, you, you'd see right after that, Middleton would get in a fight with Hayden at 726. Of course, Middleton gets the uh, unsportsmanlike uh, penalty for, you know, willingly taking his helmet off. Right. You know, you know, it's one of those things, right, where it's like you're trying to make it look. I mean, this is the thing, right? Like Tim Heed, Tim Heed's going to get an opportunity to play now. And he's playing for, yeah, I mean, he's got to show something so that somebody gives him, you know, a, a one way deal next year. And it likely will be San Jose. And if it is San Jose, like I would just hang up the phone and not take that call. But um, Tim, he, you know, like, but he's going to get an opportunity to do some stuff now. And I think that um, this game, you got a glimpse of why people were excited about this guy after that first season with the Barracuda, um, when the Barracuda went on that run, you know, this, he kind of showed like, this is a guy, this is why a lot of people will be like, okay, and why would you think that this, you know, anyone would want this guy for their second power point? I thought you saw glimpses of it tonight where, you know, I, I kind of thought a team might take a you know a flyer on Tim Heed for for that second power play unit, right? Right. Um, and so you kind of saw that tonight. You know, Jacob Middleton's coming in. Obviously, there is going to be a lack of toughness on this team with Brendan and Dylan um, gone to Washington. So you know, he's going to come and pick a fight now you know, maybe pick up a rule book and realize you can't take off your helmet in a fight in the <laughs> NHL anymore. It's just, it's been a thing for a while now. And, yeah. you know, pick up a rule book, bud. Um, but, you know, whatever it was, you know, he, he went in and he got into a fight for whatever reason, for reasons, you know, again, guys playing for spots. You like seeing that. Um, you like seeing that from guys. You like seeing guys doing things that are trying to obviously earn spots, looking towards next season, um, you know, there's probably going to be a spot on the blue line open. Jacob Middleton would be one of the guys that is going to look to to secure a spot on the blue line and, as you know, feel as regardless of what you feel about fighting. I mean, that's still part of the game. And, um, you know, he's trying to he's trying to show something to the coaching staff, even though who knows if the coaching staff will even be here next year. That's, but that's another, you know, entire, you know, conversation in itself. <laughs> Yeah, and, and like Rob, I've been saying a rookie mistake by Middleton there, and hopefully yep. that'll that'll end up, you know, being you know a teachable moment, and you move onward with that. And uh, you know, uh, other than that, the first period, I I thought they did pretty well. You know, yeah, Nason takes a late penalty, Goudreau gets you know gets a little roughed up and mm -hmm. takes exception to that, but I mean they outshot the the, the Devils twelve seven. I thought they contained them pretty well uh, throughout the first period. And Martin Jones, I thought, looked pretty solid. So Martin Jones was fine this game. Like, he was good. Um, I didn't like the first goal, but also, why, you know, why does why does the guy have, I can't remember who scored the first goal. Who was it? Was it? Uh, oh, Brat. Jesper Fat, right? Brat? Yeah, Jesper Brat. Brat. Um, had way too much time to make all the fancy moves. So, obviously... Again, you know, defensive issues. San Jose, wow. Um, I didn't like the first goal, but I, but I thought Martin Jones played a good game. Unfortunately, Mackenzie Blackwood played a hell of a game. Yep. And that was kind of the difference, wasn't it? Yeah, the big time. I mean, the Devils almost went a half a period, half the second period without a shot on goal. 
Uh, and it, even when it got to the halfway point, I think they had two. So, you know, it, it, it was, it was rough, but then New Jersey came on. Brett had a nice move. Unfortunately, Brent Burns, uh, you know, goes for a change at the absolute wrong time. Middleton can't get out there in time and, uh, nice move from Brett to tie it up at one and, and they're off and running. And that's the problem. I mean, that, and that's really been the the story of the season, right? I mean, you've got two guys making a ton of money, making a ton of mistakes they shouldn't make. Um, you know, Eric Carlson's going to get crap because he has the bigger contract. But let's not let, let's not pretend like eight million dollars is a small chunk of change. No. Um, both of those guys next season need to be better if they're both here next season which they probably are let's be honest they both need to be significantly better for the amount of money that they make um it's just the reality of it yeah and uh you know play defense every now and then <laughs> well yeah i mean you can't, you you got to play defense obviously like their their defensive games got to be better i know they're neither of them are known for their defensive games but they got to be better and just like like you said you know taking a line change just at the worst possible time. Right. It's just, you want better from guys that are supposed to be, you know, and, and, and I think they are like, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say neither of these guys, but these guys are both elite talent. You just expect them to make decisions at an elite level. Yeah. Uh, some comments in the chat, Casper, Kahari, uh, different guys, same result. I kind of like the new mix and match of players for whatever reason. New blood is a good thing now you're you're not playing for anything anymore right and so i mean he's right you know you want to see what guys you want to see guys come up you want to see different mixes of players you want to see what these guys have the sharks more importantly the front office needs to see what these guys have because they've got a big job this offseason trying to right this ship yeah big time and you know with what they have coming in with draft picks and you know dw has to be has to be uh, busy on July 1st. I know it's stupid money that gets thrown out there, but he has to be. Uh, I think he has to be. Somebody. He has to be active before July 1st because you've got a lot of decisions that you have to make before free agency even hits. Very true. You have to decide what direction you're going with the goaltending. You have to decide. Like Martin Jones has played a couple of good games. You know, Martin Jones had a had a string of good games in the playoffs last year. Like you can't just be like, Oh, well, Martin Jones is fixed. Everything's better. Yeah. And, and he, and let's talk about Joner. I mean, he had some huge saves to keep the sharks in this game, but at he the had a good game. Yeah. I mean, he, he had a great solid game, which is nice to see, you know, back to back, uh, solid outings, you know, 23 saves on 25 shots. Uh, you know, the, the, uh, the infamous nine twenty save percentage, so he's slowly creeping back up into the 900 range, uh, but uh, is it is it he, more offense now that the yeah. issues? It's everything. I mean, this team is depleted on offense, right? Like it's not obviously with the players that are injured. Um, like again, I I think it would be really silly to go. Oh, Martin Jones had two games problem solved everything you know that's not an issue anymore like it's hard right like i'm not trying to take anything from martin jones's game but until he can start putting together consistent good games and and two games i'm sorry two games against the wild and was it the wild that he played against last yeah 
and the New Jersey Devils, I'm supposed to be like, oh, everything's better now? Like, come on. Like, the the the, the Martin Jones issue is still very much a question mark. Yeah. Like, you can't play the two worst offenses in the league and go, oh, yeah, Martin Jones is fine. Let's uh, move on. Uh, forward's obviously an issue now. And, like, it's just, like, I, I'm not trying to crap on the last two games Martin Jones has played. I just think perspective is important here, right? I mean, you give him credit where credit's due, and maybe it eliminates it for, for the time being. But in the long run, you need to you know, decide whether or not this this tandem or this duo is going to be around. Uh, you know, Got a lot of comments coming in now. Uh, DJ Retzlaff, it's a sad day to be a Sharks fan, especially the one that's so used to watching Marlowe and Thornton tear it up. It's time they retire and the Sharks get into rebuilding mode ASAP. Uh, it's hard because you're not built to rebuild. Yeah. That's the, This is the problem, right? You have all these long-term big money contracts. I mean, that's not really indicative of a rebuilding team. Um, but, you know, at the same time, you got to look at the trends are, I mean, I think Vancouver is a great example of a team that they are on the up and up, you know. Right. Um, there was an article today on Fear the Fin where Shang, you know, interview um, was talking to some scouts about the Sharks' prospect pool. You can look at how the bad the Sharks are this year, um, and you know, and having that prospect pool not being great um, isn't good. You look at Los Angeles. Los Angeles has a stacked prospect pool. It's just an issue of getting those guys developed and in. And this is the scary thing with the Sharks is they're kind of stuck in this in this limbo of you and you it's kind of the worst place to be right and you got to be careful i mean who knows next year you know everything broke wrong for the sharks this year and i think that needs to be stated before you say anything else but if this trend continues next year the sharks are going to end up in a very terrible place where um i don't think that they're going to be a bottom place team like i don't think they're they're that terrible but you're not a playoff team either right and that's the worst that's that's the worst place to be in because if you look at some of the other teams in the Pacific, they are they're you know the guys that they go to are significantly younger, mm-hmm. you know the guys that the Sharks go to. Let's be honest, Logan Couture, thirty, you know, uh, Mark Edward Vlasic over thirty, right. Brent Burns over thirty, you know, it, it's 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 a scary place for the Sharks to be in because the Pacific Division, um, and I think Vancouver is the team you really want to be scared of right now because they've got talent. And they've still got talent that we haven't seen yet. Yeah. And that is scary, 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 scary. And also develop that talent and make it be good. You know, like like there's talking, um, you know, Jonathan Dolan to, uh, to shine. Can you get him here? Can yeah. you get him here and do you have enough confidence to let him play in the NHL and figure it out? Yep. So far, the answer is no. Like Jonathan Dolan's a guy where I feel like the Sharks would be stubborn and be like, no, you can play in the HL and you can like it. And if we like what we see, we'll call you up. I just, you know, I, I, Jonathan Dolan's an interesting guy because he could be a guy that gets thrown in as a sweetener because he's a pending RFA and the Sharks could qualify him and hold his rights. But if they don't have any plan for him, then, you know, maybe they don't even, you know, do they qualify them? It's going to be interesting. That's going to be, that is low key. One of the more interesting things that is 
going to be to watch in the off season. In mm-hmm. so. that off season is going to be all more and more and more interesting as as things develop and and as we get closer to the trade deadline, even more things to develop. On yeah. but uh, third period, the Sharks would would take a penalty. Well, they would take a lot of penalties in the third period. <laughs> they would take a lot of penalties. What else is new? Unfortunately, as the second most penalized team in the National Hockey League, uh, but uh, you know, Mario Ferraro. But again, a lot of those penalties, right? Puck over glass penalties. Like you can cry about the way the Sharks officiated, but you put the puck over the glass in yep. your defensive zone. Guess what? That's a penalty every time. There's no subjectiveness to it goes off of you it's penalty and the sharks have taken a lot of those this year yeah yeah it's like five of the, like the <laughs> nine penalties tonight were uh <laughs> interference in some form but this one uh puck over glass by mario ferraro uh gets new jersey a power play and pk suban yes that pk suban Bangs went home and or not. It was a nice shot, actually. Picked it was a nice corner. shot. Martin Jones. I don't think Martin Jones saw that puck coming at nope. all. Like I don't really, I don't pin that one on Martin Jones at all. To be honest, I can't. I thought Martin Jones played a good game. It's just, it's just. I'm not. I don't trust him still. Like he, there's going to be a lot where he's going to have to, you know. And it's interesting because the the other, Chris put out an article today about how you know maybe he was overworked or whatever. Um, it's interesting. Like there's a lot of stuff right now where it kind of makes me wonder. And then they, and the fact of like the fact that it starts were so close together. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of wondering if Arendelle's on the block. Really? Well, and we heard, what was, where was that report that we saw, uh, earlier that, that mentioned, you know, what was it? Joe Thornton, Melker Carlson, mm-hmm. maybe even Barkley Goodrow. Like if if I'm Colorado and with the way Arendelle's played of late, I there's a team that I might you know if I'm Colorado and I'm looking for for just some insurance, especially with the injury issues you're having. Arendelle's the guy that I would probably take a peek at. I mean, yeah, the money's a little bit high, but I feel like Colorado can't afford it, uh, especially for for um for a rental. Yeah. Big time, and that's... Um, like I feel like they have the cat space. Like so, it's interesting that I, I just feel like with the sudden, and, and I'm not saying like Kurz is a paid shark shell because he's not. It's just the timing of his article and the fact that Jones is starting a little bit more. Like it's, it seems like there's a lot being done to try and rehabilitate the image of Martin Jones, and I just wonder if if Aaron Dell could be in a new sweater come Monday. Yeah, and I mean he's been out there. I I thought maybe Toronto would give give San Jose a call about about acquiring Dell uh, before they went after Jack. Campbell. There's there's another team, but I think they've already they've made their move there yeah. now, right? And and Jack Campbell, I feel like does Jack Cam- I feel like Jack Campbell makes less than Dell too. I could be wrong. Uh, just pulling stuff out of my butt here. This happens <laughs> on this show. Yeah, Colorado currently has twenty-eight million dollars of deadline cap space. Well, there you go. <laughs> wow, and, and they still yeah. So I mean, first. they can they can make a move. I mean, and Aaron Dell, like you know, and this is the thing again. The Sharks, the Sharks have with the LTIR cap space that the Sharks have, they have all the cap space in the world to just be like, meh. 
yeah, we'll retain salary, whatever. Like right. they they can they can definitely like Aaron Dell. I I think that Aaron Dell for a guy, you know, I, again, he's not he's just a, as an insurance thing. Like if you're Colorado, why not? And Rob, I'm even saying, you know, so many buyers and very few sellers. Yeah, I mean, prime example, look at the Pacific. Outside the, you know, the three California teams, everybody's in that race right now. Yeah. And that alone in the Pacific is one thing. Throw in the rest of the league. My goodness. You know, it's, it's amazing how the, you know, some of the dominoes fell after the Sharks traded Brendan Dillon. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, <laughs> I mean, oh, this is done. Okay, boom. There, there's our plan B. Boom. There's our plan B. There's our plan B. So, yeah. But but to finish off this, the, everything that happened in uh, the game, the Sharks, you know, unfortunately couldn't get anything past Blackwood, who uh, stopped 36 of 37 stops. They go 0 for 3 on the power play. The power play was meh, meh. Yeah, so Casper Kasari, welcome to the show. And I realized that uh, I read earlier that you that you're watching silly late. Um, you're watching from, the show silly late from Sweden. From Sweden, um, Henrik Lundqvist. So here's the problem with Henrik Lundqvist, right? Is like one, I don't think the Sharks. You got another year on that deal still. And the problem is for that team that even if for some reason you pulled off a miracle and 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 Henrik Lundqvist, you can get out from under that contract. But because of his age and everything, like a lot of teams, like he could just retire next year and completely screw you. Um, if if he was to retire next year, like you you could he could retire and be like, no, I'm not playing anywhere other than New York, and completely just completely kill you for taking that contract. Um, I I think you know Georgiev's going to be the odd man out there because Shershkin's the guy that they are going to that like he's the future. Shershkin's the guy that they're going to in the future. Georgiev is kind of I think it, ideally you would keep Georgiev and then you know wait that out. But I just feel like you can't really do that to Georgiev. Like you, um, they're going to have to move a guy out of there, um, and it's going to be Georgiev because Shershkin's the guy that they're going with forward, and Lundqvist is you know as good as Lundqvist has been even. In his later years, he's been actually really good considering his age. Um, he, he's still got a deal year left on that deal. Yeah, we are getting some news from Kevin Kurz, uh, and and this is potentially devastating to uh, the trade that's a that could happen. But Melker Carlson, I believe he blocked a shot, and we'll, we'll have to go through the uh, through the stuff here. Uh, left in a walking boot. Uh, didn't play in the third period. Nothing further at the moment. Melker, of course, is a pending UFA and potential trade bait. So Melker Carlson injured. You also saw Barkley Goodrow take a hard hit earlier, but he continued throughout the game. But that is a major blow to picking up more assets for is the future. Is it, though? Is well, it? Compared to what they it? have left, though? I still think, like, I, I think if Joe Thornton wants to move, you could probably get more for Joe Thornton than you would for, for Melker Carlson. Like, I'm not trying to bag on Melker Carlson here, but just because he's, like, one of your best trade guys, like, trade assets you have left doesn't mean he's a good one. Like, yeah, True. you know, and... Very and, good point. Again, I'm not trying to bag on Melker here, but, like, I don't think Melker's going to get you 
Like maybe he does. Maybe he does because NHL GMs value things that maybe <laughs> fans don't. But I don't think like I don't think he even gets you a like Dylan gets you a better return than Melker Carlson. Oof, like for sure. Is is a third round pick really, you know, the oh, but you got rid of Melker Carlson, you got a third round pick. Is that really like I'm not upset that, you know, oh no, not another third round pick that the Sharks can completely blow because they have an absolute history of blowing third round picks. Um, <laughs> I'm not like, uh, I, it, it's, <laughs> is it, is it devastating? Like, I don't know. Is it bad? Like, yeah, I don't want Melker to get hurt. Um, but from like a trade deadline perspective, like maybe I think again, like, you know, if in order to get a good return, it's like, maybe you have to send a Jonathan Dolan with Melker to get like the return, like, I just, I don't know. I don't, devast, it, does it suck? Yes. Devastating? I'm not going to go that far. Well, I think it's, I say devastating because that's one of the pieces that has been flying around uh, that, you know, okay, Melker might be going, Melker might be going, you know. <sighs> I guess. I just, again, just because he's your one of your best trade assets doesn't mean he's a good trade asset. Right. Like, I don't know. I, I, I'm not trying to dunk on Melker here. I just, I, I'm not, I just don't think this is, oh my God, now we're not going to get that third round pick. Oh, well, okay, <laughs> fine. If he, you know, it's not the end of the world. No, no, it just, it just sucks that if, if there was something that could potentially go down for whatever you get in return. Sure. Oh no. And, and I get that. I mean, look at, and I, I've said that on this very show that, right maybe not this specific episode, but I've said previous shows, like you sell whatever's not nailed down. You have nothing to lose at this point. Right. Again, you know, yes, it sucks that, you know, maybe Melker could get you a potential return, but I don't think it's so good that it's like, oh, wow, now he got injured and stupid Doug Wilson for playing him instead of, you know, like he's not a guy you hold out of the lineup because you might get a potential return. Like he's playing right now for a reason pretty much everyone on the team is playing right now for a reason. Like, I don't think there's any guy you hold out of the lineup. Now, maybe as we go into the weekend, like, you know, if Joe Thornton, for example, didn't play, that's eyebrow raising. If Martin Jones continues to get starts, that's a little eyebrow rating. But it's not like, again, like the return coming back from Elka Carlson isn't so great. You would be like, oh, well, that was really dumb asset management by playing him and having him get hurt. Like, you're going to see those kind of takes and it's just dumb. Don't don't be those people. Yeah. If you're watching the show and you have a Twitter account, don't be that person. Don't go and make that take right now just to spite me. Don't do it. I, I don't see AJ in here, so I'm going to assume that, that nobody will be, uh, you know. Have you been on Shark's Twitter? Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> so yeah Skyler. There you go, Skyler. No, Melker for McDavid one for one. You're right. Um, damn damn it. it. You're right. Damn it. Damn it! What have I done? Yeah, no kidding. So the Sharks lose this one two to one. Um, but I think the I think more than anything, the Brendan Dillon trade basically, you know, basically prepped everyone's like, all right, we're we're throwing in the towel now. I mean, there's no potential comeback, nothing of it whatsoever. So. I, I'm, and I'm glad the Sharks did that to you instead of me at this point. Oh, thank you. Yeah, because like, I, I get a lot of flack for, for sucking the life out of the room. But no, you know what? The Sharks did it. Not me. They didn't do it because I told them to. They don't care what I say. 
actually I shouldn't say that because there's other stuff going on that where I could give opinions on and they probably would care. So, oh my god. <laughs> oh man. All right. So with that, <laughs> sorry. Do we want to talk? We have we like rolling twenty seven minutes. We can talk about like some of this nonsense. Do you want to talk about talk? nonsense? Let's talk about nonsense. How about um? I'm gonna get us in trouble, but you know what? Oh great. Here, no, but honestly though, like the the fact that like like you want to talk about the fact that you need to be in the 1991 club to get like full clips of people mic'd up. I I I don't I I don't uh I'm not a member of the 1991 club yet, so okay, but uh I don't know I I found I find it interesting that they put a little bit out there on their YouTube channel a few hours ago of Joe Thornton. But I guess what the the full length version. The full is? length, nineteen ninety one club. Mm. Okay, I'm I'm sure. Uh, I'm hey I'm I'm sure there's a reason behind it. I'm sure there is too. <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything more because AJ will be waiting for me with a hatchet off camera. <laughs> um, what else would you like to talk about? What did you think of the return for Dylan? I think it was okay. I thought it was fine too. Yeah. Like I, I, I know there's, there's there's some there's some anger about it, um, like that it wasn't good enough. But I thought it was fine. I thought it was pretty much in line what I was expecting for, for a Dylan return. I know when Alec Martinez goes for I think two seconds, I know that raises a little bit of an eyebrow. But, um, I don't know. I I'm not upset. Like I know there's some people that are really upset with the return for Dylan. Like oh Doug Wilson completely blew it. And I don't think he blew it. Um, no, I thought, you know, for, for Brendan Dillon, I think at best he's a four, but generally he's a five, six. Yeah. And a second for a five, six guy. That's good. Like, I'm not, I'm not, again, I'm not trying to crap on Brendan Dillon here. I think Brendan Dillon, like there's things that, you know, I said, uh, on discord the other night, like this is a guy when he came here, I, ref I affectionately referred to him as dildo and not in a positive way. Wow. Light. I'm sorry, it is. I, we did, but we did on this show. You can go back and find clips of me calling, you know, just saying terrible things about Brendan Dillon. Yeah. And over the course of the time that he's been here, he absolutely endeared himself to me. But again, it kind of goes back to something I said earlier. Just because that's your best trade tip doesn't mean it's the best trade chip available. And right. I thought the return for Brendan Dillon based on what he is, was fantastic. I know there's people that are going to disagree with me, and that's fine. Look, at the world's built on people disagreeing with each other. But I just think, honestly, it really wasn't a terrible return. Oh, I, 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 I like it. I wasn't expecting to have two seconds. And, of course, there are there's a chance that there'll be two seconds if Washington wins it all. Uh, Brendan Dillon, of course, you know, and, and like Rob Iman said, you know, Dylan has improved a lot since he first came. Yeah, I mean, I I think we can we can safely say he's improved a lot since being paired with Roman. I Polak stopped calling him final. Dildo. <laughs> oh I mean, that's that's oh, that's a positive, man. Like, yeah, look at no that that yeah, I, I would safely say that's 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 a lot better, you know. Uh, Skyler asking, 
Ian, is it better to trade for other teams' prospects and train them on top of the other teams' training or in-house development your own prospects 100%? Um, that depends on how good your team is at developing prospects. And I would argue the sharks are not very good at it. It's not, you, it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's very difficult, right? And this is going to, this is a philosophical debate that you can have a lot. Is it that the fact that the sharks can't draft or is it that they can't develop or is it a little bit of both? That is the, uh, that is, that is the million dollar question, right? And I don't have a definitive answer to that. I would argue that teams that that players that have been good enough to make the NHL right away have been fine. The longer they linger with the minor league team, the less likely they are to turn out. But is that the case with every team? Like if you have a prospect that sits in the AHL too long on any team, yeah. isn't that problematic? And I think that's, you know, and again, it's it's a really good philosophical debate, right? Um I I feel like the Sharks but I feel like, you know, the Sharks' problem have been guys that are, you know, that they expected to carry the load were first-year pros. And I think that a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of spotlight has been put on, oh, well, Chemilevsky didn't make it. That's the worst thing ever. But again, I will go back and tell you it's the, you know, it's the Latunovs. It's the how big it walks. It's the fact that True is just kind of coming on now. And I think True's been really, really good, but For he's a guy. But he's a guy. Yeah, no. Like, I mean... you know, he, he's a guy. Like, I really like what Alex True has done, but you could get more from a free agent veteran signing. And I think that is that is the problem. Yeah. It's not the Chemilevskis that I'm worried about. It's the Lutunovs. It's the how big a watch. It's the guys that have been on the Barracuda for two, three, four years. It's the Jeremy Waz. It's those guys. Those are the guys that are problematic because they should be the guys that are banging down the door now. Like they, they've been down there long enough that they've been playing pro hockey enough. They should be the guys that are banging down the door and they're not. Yeah. It's not the first year pros that are bothering me. The Chemlevsky getting a year in the HL, I think, and I think he's done really, I think he's done good considering injuries and everything else. It's the problem of, it's the other guys that should be really banging down the door and should have been able to hold down spots that haven't been able to. And, you know, again, it's, it's, there's a philosophical debate to be had there. It's, is it a coaching issue, a development issue, a drafting issue? I think it's a little from everything. Uh, yeah, I, I completely agree. I mean, coaching wise, yeah, you've 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 maybe you know developed a few all stars, but let's be real here: the big ones, Pavelski, wasn't in the wasn't with Worcester very long before he got nope. called up. Couture, the same, not well. Really. Again, Couture is a higher like like Pavelski, like, and I think that's another thing too is like. It's good that, you know, like it's a credit to the coaching staff that you can find a guy like Pavelski in the seventh round, but it doesn't excuse, you know, missing on your first or third and, so and, often. Yeah. And that's where the draft, that's where outside of the... top 10 picks like Couture, Meyer. Well, you want to go back a bit. You can, the, you know, Mike, well, Ra- Mike Rathjean and Andre Nazarov will say, yeah, but you go beer. back too far, right? And then you're talking like, you're taught like the game has changed so much since those picks, right? Like it's, so it's, it's a different, it's a different animal um, because, you know, you could go back and, and pick on a guy like Petrecki, but 
you know, I think one of, I think if the game was water ski on your forward, mm-hmm. Petrecki would have been a great pick. The problem was, was Petrecki played a game that couldn't adapt to when the, the, the way the, the, the game changed, right? So you don't want to go too, too far back because the game's changed a lot since then too. And scouts have probably changed and everything else. You got to, it's easy to go back and be like, oh, well, all these guys, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, the recent history, the Couture's, the Myers, those guys have turned out. They've they've hit on their top 10 picks, which you're supposed to. You, you better be, at least, for sure. Well, for sure. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else we got in here. Uh, you know, Rob, I've been saying, should Evander Kane's ice time be cut back upon his return? No. So who else are you gonna give it to? Like, like, let's be honest here. Like, you still want to, you want to give people reasons to watch. Having Evander Kane play ten minutes doesn't make me want to watch the game. Like, yes, right. he did something dumb. He served a three-game suspension. Problem solved. Like, let, let that stuff, let that stuff work. That stuff will work itself out. I don't think you need to, to pile on by. Because what message does that send to, right? Like, are you are you reducing his ice time because he got suspended for doing something dumb? Are you giving cutting his ice time because he spoke out about it? Like, you you got to be careful what message you're spending, right? Um, but look, Vander Kane is one of your best players. Play him like he's one of your best players, mm-hmm. and hope that he can sort out some of the dumb things that he does. At least you hope, because let's be real here, if it's if you haven't learned now, my goodness, he, he's under contract for what five more years yeah, after the he's, season. He, he's one of your he's one of your best players. Playing like one of your best players. Mm-hmm. Period. It's just it's not rocket science. Right. And got to remember, you also got to remember that Bob Bugner is the interim head coach. He is also coaching for his job. Yeah, big time. Good point so. there, Ian. All right. Well, I think it's time. It is. Have the goddamn common courtesy to give him a reach around. Yeah. Let's reach it around. Let's wrap it around. Blues up one nothing on the Coyotes. Holy crap! They put the Blues have put forty five shots on goal, and uh, they just got the a team. Wow. Yeah, and uh, and the. Ryan O'Reilly with the lone goal in that one. Tampa Bay is on the board. They lead one nothing. They just scored on the Vegas Golden Knights. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Uh, and then uh, let's see. The Kings will be playing shortly here uh, against the Florida Panthers. And uh, the Leafs, the Leafs win. The Leafs win. Anderson with a shout-out, a, a, a desperate win for Toronto, uh, Muzzin, Nylander, Captain Hyman getting the goals. Um, as Fred I mean, Anderson after that last out. game, they needed that bounce back though, like they because they got smoked by the oh, Penguins. Like this goodness. is a, this is the second of a like a I don't know they played I don't know if it was a home and home or just back to back games or whatever. But um, the uh, yeah, I mean the Penguins humiliated them. Uh, so big win for the Leafs there. Yeah. So that. That's your wraparound. Uh, of course, uh, if I'm not mistaken, and correct me if I'm wrong, and of course it, it's so great that I have a Canadian guy on the on the uh, 
on the uh, panel tonight, but are I, we gonna are we gonna wank the miracle on ice? I th- want to say that no, it's on on Saturday, so oh, I won't be here. That's so you can wank it all you want. Okay, but uh, tomorrow. And, and to be fair, to be fair, look at I am consistent. I don't like us <laughs> wanking on last year's game seven. So don't be like, oh, Canadian doesn't like the Miracle on Ice. No, Miracle on <laughs> Ice is great. It was 400 years ago. Get over it. Like, win a gold medal now. That's that's the problem is that you can't get over it until you win it I again. Know, I don't care. You, you, you need to get over it. You know what? Game seven was last year. Stop. Enough. Yeah, great. Big deal. No, it's the same. It's the same thing. I'm I'm very consistent on these things. I'm not gonna. I'm not. Do you want me to like? I'm not gonna wank on the golden goal just to wank on it. Right. Like enough, enough. Crosby, yep. Act like you've been there, son. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm gonna make people angry at me. I know. I'm sorry. Well, that 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 there includes good conversation. Oops, as my microphone decides to run away from me. <laughs> right on cue, you know? Of course. So that's it for uh, the wraparound on this Thursday night. A little light Thursday night for games. Miracle uh, is one of my favorite movies, so I'll, I'll, I'll give it that, all right? Yeah. I'm, what? Not Youngblood? What? Oh Miracle such, is such a good movie. I love that Oh, movie. it's a good movie. Care. I don't care. I'll be honest. I, I am surprised You know, Kurt Russell did not get a nomination for that. But. Thoughts on Ben getting nothing for his hit? Uh, well, the NHL, like again, Kane did something stupid. The NHL disciplinary system, also stupid. It's both things being true. Like, yes, um, that I cannot believe that that hit got nothing. That is ridiculous. It's stupid. I'm not, again, I'm not trying to defend. When I say that Evander Kane did something stupid, I am not trying to defend player safety. Player safety in this league is a joke. It needs a massive overhaul. Unfortunately, it is the, it is something that the players collectively bargain for. And because it's not it's not an issue that either side are going to hold up a season over. So it's going to be more of the same. Unfortunately, that is just the way it is. Because and... neither side's going to blow off a season to, to fix it. Right. And that's mm-hmm. unfortunately it's going to be one of those things that it's not it's not how much money can I stick in my jeans? Uh, it's you know, um, it's one of those issues that when collective bargaining is done. It's one of those things like rookie contracts. It's the first one of the first things they sign off on because it's easy. Yeah. Plain and simple. I mean, you should you do need a system. I mean, but you know we're still breaking out the the Colin Campbell wheel of, you know, wheel of justice. So it's it's bad. I'm again. I am not trying to defend player safety. I just think that you want to see. Like I understand why Evander Kane's upset. Like yes. He deserved his suspension. Did he deserve a three-game? Debatable. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, though, you did something the, dumb. The whole system, the whole system is broken, and yeah. it needs a massive overhaul. Uh, yep, it does indeed. Uh, Skyler asking, they need to make more hockey movies. Tired of the same eight movies. Tired of the Mighty Ducks. Well, I mean, that's more of a statement than a question, and I agree. Yes, completely. So yeah, I mean, look at more hockey. Hockey is great. Um, more hockey movies would be better for sure. Um, but, but, well, with but that, it's hockey. 
with that, I think we'll bring it to a close here. In case you missed anything or you want to watch this again, check us out on tealtownusa.com or your favorite podcatcher, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and more. If we're not on it, let us know. We will try to get on there for sure. So, uh, well, Ian, it's been fun for a, been fun. for a, a two-one loss. Uh, but your final we've, thoughts? We've, I mean, it's always fun because I mean, we've done a lot of we've done a lot of losses this year, unfortunately. <laughs> oh God, why uh, am yes. I doing this to myself? Yeah. No, it was it's been fun. Look at final thoughts. Um, it, it's hard, right? Like I said, these shows are really hard now. I thought these <laughs> shows would get easier to do, but really they're harder because you want to be constructive and you want to like, you know, offer insight and stuff. But at the same time, you're kind of playing out the string, right? Like right. we this roster probably isn't done being dismantled yet, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, look at, you got to look for the small things. Look at Martin Jones having a good game. That's a positive. Take that, you know, be, be positive about that. That's a good thing. Um, you know, uh, hopefully we'll see some more performances that we like out of the guys that are supposedly fighting for jobs, guys that hope, you know, you'd hope would have done this earlier and made a lot of the season better, but it's, it's their time now. Um, trade deadline, you know, look at, it's going to be interesting trade deadline. Now uh, we've, we've had a few trades fall. Now it's going to be interesting to see what else the sharks do. Uh, cause I think there's still some guys that you can sell. Uh, if they trade Barkley Goodrow, I'm going to be angry. Angry Ian if Barkley Goodrow gets moved for if Barkley Goodrow gets moved, it better be for a really good return because otherwise, I don't know why you would move a guy who's given you uh, one of your really good bright spots this year for next to nothing, and he's going to make next to nothing next year. Yeah. And that's one reason why to keep him for that matter. Yeah, no, that's exactly why you keep him. I don't know why he's he's a guy who even if you know things are better next year and he's playing in the bottom six next year where he belongs. You're, he's making less than a million. Like, mm-hmm. don't. Yeah, his value may never be higher, but like sometimes you actually need guys that are going to stick around and play next year. Heat scored positive. Bango. Yeah, absolutely. Like, <laughs> you got to look. I mean, the the season's done, and the shark sellings. You know, they've admitted to us now too. You got to look for the, the little things now because otherwise, it's depressing. No, you take your positives. I mean, I thought Middleton looked pretty decent out there tonight. Uh, you know, uh, I'd be angry if LeBanc gets traded. Again, return would have to be astronomically good because I don't think that he's going to break the bank this year in free agent. Like, he's going to be a restricted free agent. The best thing that he can do is take you to arbitration. Big deal. I don't think it's – I don't think he's going to come out a way of – He's going to come away from that with a deal that is not indicative of what he's worth. Like he's going to, he'll probably get a fair contract. I don't think he's going to break the bank. Uh, no pun intended. Um, yeah. Like unless you, unless you're going to get like a, a massive return for, for Kevin LeBanc, I don't think you move him because again, you still need guys to play next year. And Kevin LeBanc's not going to break the bank enough that he's going to be too expensive to keep. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So that'll do it from us. Uh, he is at Ian Bloggs Hockey. I'm at I am. Puckeye14 on the Twitter and the Instagram. We will be back with you on Saturday as the Sharks take on the New York Rangers. That is a, I believe, a 4 p.m. start out here on the West Coast uh, as the Sharks will continue this 
road trip uh, throughout the East, and and we'll be here to break it down for you. Uh, so if you uh, catch us out on uh, Teal Town USA on the YouTube channel, if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. Really would help us out. It also hit that uh, notification bell. That will, uh, yeah, you see kind of like the one that's popping up right here. So hit that thumb up. Come on, only 13 likes. Let's at least get to 14. Come on. Subscribe and hit that bell to notify you when we go back on. Again, we'll be back with you on Saturday following Sharks and Rangers. Uh, the Chompversation continues now on Discord uh, with all your favorite uh, personalities from there. So, And I won't move Puck Guy this time so I don't talk over him all night. Rude. I know. How dare you. <laughs> So that'll do it for us from here. And until Saturday, hit that subscribe button and subscribe and follow us on our social media channels. Keep it real. Keep it teal. Keep it real teal. There we go. We got the 14th like. Have a great night, everyone. We will see you on Saturday.